my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. You guys ready? I am so excited. I just can't hide it. Now, before we get started, da, 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 I think I like it. <laughs> I think the the important. Wait a minute. Who sang that song? Uh. I'm so excited. Is that Donna Summer? Yeah. Know. If you know who sang that song, call the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, or email us at geeksoftng at gmail.com and tell us who read who sang that song. Wrong answers only. So, first issue, I mean, we haven't heard from Kev yet, is the island exploding? I, I hear there's some major issues over in Hawaiian time zone uh, with, like, some eruptions and stuff. What's going on it's over like there, Kev? It's like an warning. On the, on the big island, a volcano popped off. is the biggest pop-off in 40 years. Damn. Yeah. Breaking news. I haven't get, had a get, chance get, to look up anything else about it, so I don't know. Get all of your Hawaii volcano news here on Volcano Stuff TNG. So not, as far as you know, not enough to like, nobody's heard or anything, just a just a big eruption. No idea. Or you don't even know. As Hundreds far as could be I dead. know, when I looked it up on the news, uh, there was like ash warnings. And it's similar to us on the East Coast, getting like, I guess, snowfall warnings. They just had, they had ash. Not quite the same. Not exactly the same thing, no. Um, I don't think they use like their their ash blowers to get the ash off their lawn and clear their driveway. Yeah. I don't Sandwich our man ash. on the street in New Jersey telling us about what's going on in Hawaii, while Kev on a sister island has not has no idea what's going on. 
It's well, it's sunny and seventy five by him probably. So it's probably the same as it was the last it's three not years. Five. It's eighty five. Oh, oh, apologies. <laughs> That's why we have you on the ground. I mean, it is getting cold here in sunny Southern California. It was in the sixties today, and I had to put on a sweater. I mean, it's cold. It was thirty six in New Jersey today. <laughs> in like the middle of the night, it was like sixty nine degrees. Oh no. <laughs> I had to break out the slightly longer shirt. It's the it's like the day after here. It's just free. Everything's freezing. You have to put on your your uh, insulated slippers there because it's cold. Yeah, that's what I did. A little yeah. fur on the insides. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do the social medias, and then we'll jump into this. Uh, Sandwich already did the phone number, so we can skip over that. Be sure you're following us on all the social medias as long as they exist: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and then you can support the show over on Patreon: Patreon.com/slash/GeekStuffTNG. Dollar a month, you get access to the Discord server where we can chat about things. Uh, for three dollars a month, it's the early bird special. So as soon as we're done recording the show, even the double shows, you get those popping up on. Uh, the Patreon, and you get the prep sheet. The prep sheet is a fantastic beast that just keeps growing and growing. Uh, for $5 a month, it is the bonus round where you get the extra bonus shows like The Sandwich Shop or vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And for $10 a month, you can watch live and direct on Instagram Live as we attempt to Little Rascal a show every week or so. Absolutely. There is um, there is uh, some older things on the prep sheet. I want to address one of them. Um, it seems that President Lincoln has been shot. <laughs> That's about where the prep sheet is, absolutely. He was uh, about to enjoy a wonderful play at Ford's Theater, and somebody jumped out. I believe out. it was Rogers the Musical. Yeah, it was Rogers the Musical. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, somebody jumped out and said, uh, death to tyrants, I think, in Latin. I don't know how to say that. Who Who knows Latin? If you know how to say death to tyrants in latin calls on the gvm line 201-730-2547 what was that kev i think it i think it actually translates as and so to tyrants or something like that or something yeah it's not quite i don't think that's exactly if you were in the theater when lincoln was shot (laughs) tell us what he said on the gvm line that's ford's theater one and two I, I think there's some debate about what he said because that is attributed to him, but it's also attributed that he said the South is avenged. Mm. So he may have said both or he may have said neither or who knows because, you know, in the chaos of the moment, who knows, right? We, we could also stick with the bit and say that he said Hell Hydra as, as he did it. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, that's true. We could say that. I can't remember what the Latin thing is that he is said to have said. The Latin version of it, anyway. All right. Anyway, apparently he said "sick semper tyrannis." Sick semper tyrannis. That's it. Yeah. Thus always to tyrants. Thus always to tyrants. Right. Oh, all right. And See, you learn a little does, something does here. Say that also that said according the South. to some accounts, he added. In addition, I have done it. The South is avenged. Mm. And then he broke his foot and ran like three blocks over somewhere else. Right. Yes, apparently. This is just literally you're reading exactly the paragraph I'm looking at. Um, that he fractured or otherwise injured his leg when his spurs snagged a decorative U.S. Treasury Guard flag while leaping from the stage. Yeah, yeah. I'm not reading so, uh, it, uh, that on Wikipedia. I know some of the history. But... Do we want to, you know, do we just want to, you know, just make a whole show out of how Lincoln was assassinated? Well, 
after he broke his leg, um, some kid, I think, I think it was a kid, was holding his horse outside the door. And he got on said horse and went to uh, and left. And uh, I think he turned up at the home of Dr. Mud, I believe was the name. Dr. Mud treated his broken leg. No idea. Uh, no idea what happened or anything else like that. Nothing they have ever been able to prove ex- uh, uh, says that he knew Dr. Mud. Nothing like that. Mud spent the rest of his life in prison for setting that man's leg. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think the kid got in trouble, too. I, I can't say, remember. Aiding and abetting. Accomplices to the murder, uh, the assassination of the president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to uh, now I'll bring it right back to the show. If you want to learn more about the assassination of President Lincoln, check out the movie The Conspirator with uh lots of people in it. I can't remember. James McAvoy is the lead and uh, what's her name from The Princess Bride? She actually plays the mother Oh, it's Surratt. She plays uh, Mary Surratt. Mary Surratt had a boarding house in D.C. where apparently the conspirators met. So she was hung. She's the first woman hung in the U.S., I believe. And it's because apparently the one, including uh, one of her, including her son, she had a son and a daughter. The son apparently was... um, was one of was supposedly involved somehow in this assassination plot, but they met at her house. So she got arrested also. And probably because she was from the South and, and, and all that she was hung. She was found guilty and she was hung um, along with the rest of them. There's pictures of the hanging actually online. You can check those out, but check out the movie, the conspirator. It's actually brilliantly, brilliantly done. There's somebody else in it of note. I, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. But it, yeah, it's a really great cast and a really well done movie. And if you want the opposite of a really great movie, check out Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Possibly the mer- worst movie I've ever seen. The only movie that I've ever even thought about just walking out of the theater because it was so bad. The premise was bad. The execution was bad. It was horrible. And I almost, I mean, I literally, I'm like, I thought about walking out of the theater. You went to a movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You deserved whatever you got. I think that was a movie pass. I think I movie passed it. You know, I don't think I actually paid to see that. Although I did see the movie Lincoln with Daniel Day-Lewis. That was the quality. That's an amazing movie. movie, But the only part that has to really to do with the assassination is the very end of the film. I think the one, I don't know that they, oh yeah, no, they do show, I believe they no, they don't show the assassination in that film, I don't think. I don't remember, but I don't think they do. But they do show Lincoln's youngest son, the one who was alive, not the one that died. I can't remember the name of that son because they had a bunch of kids. Um, I can't remember the name of that son, but that son, they showed him because he was in another theater somewhere. He's a little kid, though. He's like 10 or 11, whatever he was. And he was in another theater watching a different show when somebody ran onto the stage and announced that the president had been shot or killed or whatever they announced. So Hmm. that was interesting. That's a perspective you don't often see. You know what else you can Google? If you're interested in the assassination of President Lincoln, uh, you can Google somewhere on YouTube, 
there is a clip of there was a there's an old game show called I believe it's to tell the truth something like that and or or what's, what's my, my line not it's not what's my line no it's 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 to tell the truth or one of those ones where basically the person comes out and the panel of B-list celebrities ask them questions trying to figure out who they might be or, or what their significance is. So there's one really old guy, really old guy comes out. And this is like in the probably in the early 50s-ish, late 40s, early 50s. And he comes out and they're asking him questions. And it turns out he's the he was the last living witness to Lincoln's assassination. Wow. He was a little kid at that theater watching the show when Lincoln was assassinated. Now they have Mon, he's like an incredibly old man. But um, that was really interesting too, because you, you kind of forget that although it was a really long time ago, that it, you, you know, I mean, not now, of course, but like, I think even in the, in, like in the 19, like in the 40s or 50s, I still, they still had, at least in the maybe in the 20s and 30s, they were still having civil war reunions mm-hmm. where the soldiers were getting together and, you know, reminiscing and North and South were like celebrating together and all sorts of shit. But I mean, it could never happen now, you know, because of the political climate and because they're all dead. Um, <laughs> but the point is, uh, yeah, I mean, you, 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 know, you kind of forget. It, it seems like such a long time ago. And it was, it was you know, it's like 150 years ago. But that's that's like three generations. It's not that far. It's yeah. It's only three generations. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then you know we no, can let's, no. Let's do more history. Well, history channel. Do do we want to do we want to then add, we can jump from there where Lincoln was shot in Ford's theater to Kennedy was shot in a Lincoln. No, that's oh, what, what yeah, was. Like, isn't there more to that? Lincoln was a in Ford Theater, like, and Kennedy's like was assistant was. Yeah, was yeah there's Ford. a bunch of like Kennedy Lincoln similarities. Apparently, we're like due for another one soon. I think there's like some kind of also like oh, some president like one of the next two presidents guaranteed to get assassinated if you follow this pattern. Apparently. I thought it was. I thought it was always like zeros and fives, like at least so, an, at least an attempt, right? Like Reagan was a. Uh, you know, was a zero, like, you know, the zero or a five, like the number of president, I thought zeros and fives always like there was an attempt, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, but I mean, anyway. All right. Um, why don't we, why don't we move on? Hang on. Geek stuff. What's in the news. So do we start with, uh, do we start with the, the guardians of the galaxy Christmas special or the box office or where should we start? I like the Christmas special. I mean, I watched it. Kevin, did you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special yet? No, and I haven't seen Black Panther either. I'm just so utterly behind. I mean, at least it's here, and I can see it. I pro- I may see it. I may see it tomorrow. Oh, it made its way to the island? Yeah. And it's going to be like this, two but weeks. The- so I may see it tomorrow, or I may see it uh, next weekend. I don't know. Why such a short time frame? Because we have one theater, and there's other movies. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't got to see it yet either, and I'm trying to figure it out, but everybody's been sick in my house, and so we're all just finally starting to feel better, but it's like, do I just want to stay in and relax in a night when everybody's not sick, or do I want to then go out and watch a three-hour movie at the theater? I'm I'm debating on that one. 
Um, I, I would say the, uh, well, I mean, again, but it's still, just to do the box office on it, $64 million, uh, five-day gross, so it's still doing great at the box office. But Disney had the, well, Disney had the flop, The Strange World, only uh, $18.6 Have you heard about that one? Strange World? Strange World. I feel like it wasn't promoted at all. I had not even heard about it. Brittany took the kids to see it, and she said, oh, it's the new Disney movie. And, like, I I had not even seen any advertisement for it. But it does have uh, an LGBTQ main character. It's like for the that's a big deal, and of course it's getting review bombed and it's it's flopping. it's the Treasure Planet of the Pixar cycle. Yeah, it is like Treasure Planet. I think yes. Um, so no, I don't know. No I mean, idea. I can't comment on whether the movie is good or bad, but it's certainly not doing well, and it's getting. Is it on the plus or is it only in theaters? No, this is in theaters. But it's got oh, okay. the worst audio, the worst audience score in Pixar history. Is it Pixar? Damn. Or, yeah. So, I mean, again, I just, I wonder how much of that is the quality of the movie or how much of that is backlash from the content. I'll have to see it and I'll report back probably when it gets onto Disney Plus. Probably. Um, well, I think that's the way that most of the things we kind of consume is going to be soon anyways. I mean, I might not catch Black Panther until it hits Disney Plus, like, start of the new year right yeah isn't it like a 40 50 day window and then it's on disney plus anyways so i mean something like that i mean i, I know, wasn't able to I catch, see in theaters uh, but i didn't catch know. black widow in the theater right i waited to, for disney yeah. plus for that one yeah um i mean it also i think matters like when they're coming out like in the theaters like back to back like when they're in the middle of the phase and it's kind of like you have to see it to to then see the next one because they're coming out i think it's a little yeah. more important when you're almost kind of in the break from the phase and you can just watch the the shows yeah i mean from what i know like black panther is important in ways but it's not important to the phase yeah so you know you can catch it like i am probably gonna do on disney plus i'd like to see it in theaters you know it's just it's the oh another marvel thing (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's (laughs) there's so there's so much of it um so there we'll follow up on the uh, so the 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 Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, I, I do feel like, Kev, you nailed it when you said Christmas special is going to be fun, happy, sentimental, and then they're going to rip your heart out in the next movie and kill everybody. Like, I can I can see that as being ac- an accurate assessment. Especially with how they ended it, I feel like. They're yeah. going to make it extra sad. Yeah. I mean, but it was, again, you know, compared to any other Christmas special, I can definitely see it as one that I would watch. It's it's silly. It's goofy. I think the only thing that, uh, it, you know, like the fact that it centers around Kevin Bacon, like maybe dates it a little too much. You know, like a lot of good Christmas specials are timeless, and this is a little less timeless. You know, it's kind of set. You know, you're not going to watch this in 50 years like you watch, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Well, I'll be dead. But I mean, you know, I guess. But you know what I'm saying. It, it just, it just, it doesn't feel as timeless. But it, it felt fun, especially if you're invested in the Marvel universe. You know, you like all these characters. It was, it was good. You know, sandwich will still be here. Yeah, and little there'll yeah. be little sandwiches at that point. Little hoagies, finger sandwiches, wow. finger sandwiches. Let's let's not let's not get crazy. <laughs> um, let's not wish that into the world. Yeah, cleaning up the prep sheet. Did you know that? Uh, Kevin Bacon lost like sixty five, like a lot of money to the 
the Ponzi scheme, the Bernie Madoff? Yeah, I knew that years ago. Like when it first happened, I knew about it. I, just, I was so surprised that everyone's like, oh yeah, did, did you know? And it's like, seriously? Like who didn't know this? Like I thought everyone knew this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just that was something that, that was interesting. I just didn't realize that. I, or maybe I missed it back in the day. And then since a new article came up about it, I was like, oh, all right. Um, let's see. I don't know. Has anybody watched Andor yet? Nope. Oh, it's, I really, it's going to be one of those things I think where I sit down like in some sort, like a New Year's Day or New Year's Eve kind of thing, or oh, I don't know, depending on where I am, I suppose it could be Christmas also. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to just plow through it in a day. Again, every review, everything about it says it's great, but like, it's, I think it's, it's the, Everybody's got too much going on and we haven't had time for it, but you know, it's, it's everybody's saying it's like the example of what to do in the star Wars universe, how to move forward. Yeah. Um, that's true. You know, so I, that's I mean, what they're saying. I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's I, see. What I love about it is the fact that it is literally the antithesis of everything done in Kenobi. Hello there. Boy, that was rough. Yeah, it was close. It was close. It was close. I'm be, I got to be careful because I don't have it in the right button. But it's all right. I got to. I got to rearrange my buttons. That's what I'm going to do. So I have my buttons already. Um. Oh boy, Let, let's do this. Uh, speaking of the Star Wars universe, did you know that Tom Holland uh, was almost in the Star Wars universe instead? Tom Holland, really? Yeah. He 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 doesn't think that he turned down a role in that. And then he got Spider-Man, so you know it wasn't really a big deal. But uh, what they, was the role that he could have played? He says he thinks he was applying for, or was was uh, auditioning for Finn. So, really? Yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously he moved in the right direction. Uh, did you see that Antonio Banderas wants him to be the next Zorro? Wants Tom Holland to be the next Zorro? Well, who is Antonio Banderas to pick the next Zorro? What, He's Zorro. They- He's the current Zorro. He was an excellent Zorro, for the record, and I, you know, like, am a Zorro fan, so I feel like I can say that. I feel like it should be someone who's Hispanic. That, know, that's maybe, what, that that's might be a, that might be a bit of a stretch, but I mean, <laughs> that will be that will be the issue. But theoretically, the issue if if, it is him. if Antonio Banderas is training the new Zorro, then it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody who's Hispanic. Yeah. That would explain why. But other than that, yeah, I agree. That was my first thought. Um, did you say, though, Kevin, I, I didn't quite hear. Did you say you liked Antonio Banderas's Zorro I or did. you did not? I did. I just don't think we need Antonio Banderas's input on who Zorro should be. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, he did two, right? There were two? Yeah. They were good. I, I liked them both. The Mask of Zorro and I can't remember what the other one was called. Yeah, I'm a big, you know, Zorro's one of those pulp characters that I really, really enjoy. I have so many iterations of the character uh, on film and, and, you know, the Disney TV show and there have been comics and, and cartoons and all of it. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Zorro. Is Zorro in the public domain universe? No. Okay, not yet. Okay. I think, I think Zorro... I think is King Features, but I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. So King he Features is like Phantom and like the magician guy. 
What's what's the magician guy? Popeye. Okay. King features. Uh, Mandrake the magician. Mandrake the magician. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Flash Gordon, I think, is King features, but I'm not sure about that one either. Uh, Phantom, I think, is King features. It's basically your your more upscale pulp heroes that are still getting played today. Uh, you know, unlike uh, unlike some of our uh, some of our friends, uh, uh, some of the characters being made by our friends over at Fresh Monkey Fiction, uh, which, by the way, we're going to talk about them in product today. Um, unlike those characters, characters like Mandrake and Flash and Ming and uh, Zoro and, and those, those ones, yeah, those characters are really old, not necessarily in the public domain-iverse, um, but the same ilk of, of characters, sort of. Yeah. Did did we? All right. Now we talked about Black Adam last time uh, that I finally saw it. Did I talk about that or not? I don't think so. I saw Black Adam then. I don't think you talked about it because there was an outside chance that me and or Sandwich would have seen it. Uh, have either of you seen it yet? No. Nope. No. And it's gone. So my chances to see it in the theater are out. So now I'm waiting for HBO Max, which I can purchase it on. But no. I don't. I mean, it was fine. It was fine, right? Wow, uh, what a glowing! What a glowing review! It was fine. I mean, you know, so like uh, Hawkman and Doctor Fate as characters, like they there seems to be, you know, that the Justice Society, right? There's a lot of history with those two characters in in you know that. Um, but then there's like the Tornado Girl and Adam Smasher are the other two characters that yeah. are that are like new, like there's like joining the Justice Society in the context of the movie, but it's like, oh, okay. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I know in the context of the movie, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I don't really care about the Justice Society. I only know Dr. Fate because of Kingdom Cyclone. Come. Cyclone, yeah. Um, And so I felt like I would have enjoyed it more if those two characters just weren't even in it and it was just a little bit more, you know, Dr. Fate and Hawkman as, as old buddies or whatever. I You know, like, because clearly they've worked together for a long time is kind of the premise. Um. And I mean, you know, yeah, it was, there was, it was just okay. I have a, I have a toy thing that kind of ties in with the discussion of the well, Justice Society. You also mentioned Kingdom Come, which I'll tackle first. So McFarlane, uh, McFarlane Toys, who currently has the DC license, is on an absolute tear through the DC universe as far as characters go. And he has announced, I mean, it's, it nearly seems like every day, every other day, they're announcing a new figure and a new character. Um, but last week, or a few days ago, whatever it was, they announced Kingdom Come Batman. And oh, so that's, picture, like, that's like exoskeleton old yeah. Bruce Wayne, right? Mechanical wings and yeah. so forth. He looks amazing. He looks absolutely amazing. And on that note, also, you know, McFarlane did do movie figures for... Uh, Black Adam. So he did a Hawkman figure, which I think is also really good, and a Doctor Fate. No unmasked head, though. I don't think in either case. I don't think there was alternate heads with either one, but not to matter because it still looks really good. But they also announced, again, like only a day or two ago, they announced Jay Garrick. Like Justice Society era Jay Garrick. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar. Who's that? 
What's that? Who's Jay Garrick? I mean, the Flash. Okay, the first right. Flash, the very first the one flash. with the, the one with the plate on his. Yeah, head. The, the the Mercury the helmet. helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in the Flash TV show, he was portrayed by uh, John Wesley Shipp, who played the regular Flash in the old '90s TV show. Anyway, the point is, this is a character from the Justice Society. And McFarlane's putting a toy out. Now, it's a little McFarlane-ified, meaning, you know, he's taken some liberties with the design, but very few liberties with the design. And it is definitely like Justice Society era Jay Garrick. So I'm wondering if, if maybe Warner is trying to move a little bit off the, the Justice League for a bit try to sort their shit out there and give us some justice society in the meantime. Pretty sure Cyclone, I think Cyclone's a member of the JSA. I don't remember exactly if she is. I think she is. Um, but if, if, you know, if they're kind of gearing up for these things, I'm wondering if, you know, if, if we're going to get some sort of, you know, DC Universe Justice Society. And of course, now with uh, uh, what's his name in charge, Gunn, who knows what we'll see? You know, he. it, it would be a, a pleasant diversion if they could do a team film with characters like that the same way they did Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that film might have been Squadron, uh, uh, what you call it, Squadron? suicide squad i thought it might be suicide squad but i think it, at the end i don't think it's going to be suicide squad but it sure could be jsa that's justice society of america maybe they'll just cut it to justice society but i certainly think that's a property that james gunn could develop into a kind of a guardians of the galaxy-esque dc offering yeah, so. and I mean, you know, you get at least a known character like Hawkman, right? And, you know, then you can bring in Hawkgirl, and, you know, and you could you could bring in some, you know, and, and you do have the tie-in where it's not the very first time you're meeting Hawkman because you saw him in Black Adam, and I, I think you're right, that could be a, a path forward. And again, the, the two new characters, they just felt like they they were just, you're introducing a couple, they didn't really have anything important to contribute to this movie, so it did feel like set up for maybe we'll see them again some other time and then it would matter because if you don't see them again somewhere else, yeah, they didn't, their participation in this movie was kind of pointless. That's, that's kind of where I was going with that. So maybe you're right. So over sticking with the Shazam averse, uh, in Shazam, in Shazam Fury of the Gods, apparently for the first time, it's going to be a villain that doesn't exist in the comics. I don't, oh, that'll go over good. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea, <laughs> but but that's it's what they're doing. Beyond of villains available to Warner Brothers for these characters, creating one is just shooting yourself in the face, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, you're not going to come up with a, a Harley Quinn, right? Like that's the last time a non-comic entity yeah, created that, a I mean, villain even that, that was in the animated series, right? Know? But I mean, but even then, you could have said that's probably a, you got to be careful with that. That's a mistake, right? It, you know. So I don't, also I don't know. Also, recently announced from McFarlane 
is a Shazam movie action figure with what's his name's head Zach, on there. Zachary Levi. Yeah, Zach Levi's head. That was also that may have been announced like today or yesterday or something. That was really recent. I mean, it's rumored for a while, but then I think the official announcement came. But Chuck, it's um, Chuck. Yeah, you can I also use it to do your Chuck remake. Right. Uh, I I think it's a terrible idea for them to create a villain, and I can't imagine what asinine person went through the villain roster in DC and was like, you know what, just nothing here. Shazam has been around since what the thirties, you know? I mean, yeah, the whole not, Marvel family, right? Hey, here's hey here's a villain they could fight, Black Adam. Do, I mean, do you think the Black Adam should be in the, the Justice Society movie? He's going to, I matter. think, either way. What's and they're going to make him the leader of the Justice Society as well, because that's how stupid they are. Oh, uh, you just talked right over the rock saying it doesn't matter. You just went straight, you powered straight through quiet. it. It was, it was oh. quiet? Yeah. Oh. It doesn't matter! Is that what better? You it's not playing through our ears. Huh. It's too bad. We don't hear it. Well, I hope we it's on the recording. We assume it's going in the board. Yeah. All right. Bummer. Anyway. Um, That's a shame, Kenobi. God damn it. Hello there. I have to put that button in an easier spot because I have to like look and remember which one's the right button. Damn it. <laughs> Why do you do that to me, Sandwich? Why are you so mean to me? I always support you. And yet... I'm not mean. Yeah, right. Just keep you on your toes. Oh, that's, a, that's it? It's, it's, you're my friend and you just want to keep me on my toes? Like like yeah. last week where there was like a 60-second pause while I tried to find the right thing? Absolutely. That one was really funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, Sandwich, you didn't see uh, Black Adam yet either? No, I've not seen Look, Black Adam You're yet. well past Black Adam spoilers at this point. If you haven't seen it, kids, tune out now because uh, West Coast Scott is about to ruin the movie for you. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess the... So do they actually show them fighting in the end credit sequence, or are they just, like, squaring off? No, they... I they, think... No, they just went for a talk. Yeah, they... So, and so here's the other thing, is, uh, who is sending, uh, the Justice Society out to check up on Black Adam? It's Amanda Waller. Like, Amanda Waller is the... is the glue of the DC cinematic universe. Like, she is the main person. Because she's sending the Justice Society out there. And in the end, yeah, the post-credit sequence, she's basically, she sends a drone with a little, you know, communication to Black Adam and said, and tells him, you know, you stay in your little uh, area and everything will be fine. Otherwise, you, you know, we're going to take you out. And, she go, and he goes, no one on this planet can stop me. And she goes, well, I know some people who aren't from this planet. And then Superman walks in and he goes, we need to talk. And that's it. So, I mean... But it's Henry Cavill, so that's that's what matters there. But, um, you know, again, like Black Adam is not a. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's an antihero, right? His he's doing the right well, thing, but he he's is. just killing people he right, right? in yeah. this movie, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Except that he just you know kills anybody that gets in his way, right? Um, we don't kill people. I do. Yep. Do ya? Yep. That's pretty much it. Um, and, and, you know, but also, I mean, you know, the, you know, there's a, like a fake bad guy and a real bad guy. So like at, at one point where you think that the movie, I, I literally, I'm like, oh, 
you know, that kind of wrapped up pretty easily. And then I look at the, I look at how much time is left. And there's like 45 minutes left. I'm like, oh, I guess that's not the real end of the movie. And then, then there's the flips coming. Yeah. So, which is fine. I mean, you know, but again, that's, and then you get the next 30 out of 40 minutes are an extended fight sequence. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know, that, as we, I think we're talking about it, we're all kind of trying to figure out where the DCEU goes from here still, you know. It's great that Cavill's back. You know, that's an exciting prospect. You having him back mm. in the role. I do like him. I know people... I, I can hear Cavill. It's that time of the night. Like Turn on like him, the black do. light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's D&D. Fighting with the legends of yore. It's D&D. It's jarring for it to come out and then come back in aggressively. It actually came out with just the vocals and no music. That's what I heard. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Weird. Yeah. Oh. And, then, and then it kicks on fully. D and D. D and D. Apparently, oh, there's got some... both of us. Sandwich. He got both <laughs> of us there. Yeah, normally, sandwich to pull back the curtain. Kevin and I plan that for days in advance. Okay, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna ask him to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> but while I was uh, while I was otherwise occupied, you guys started talking about D and D, so we had to work that in. So, what's going on in the D and D world? So, uh, next week at the time of recording this, so well, actually, so we're going to release next week episode, um, but we won't be here. So no, no. it'll be the week after. The or week after is that we record again. Yes, we'll be talking about the newest D and D book, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Well, Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. The last D&D book of the year. It's a source book for Dragonlance. Uh, fun but, fact, but this what, is the but, first but, time. But whatever, but whatever is Dragonlance, sir, I don't understand. Uh, that's a question for you because you're the historian. Well, it's not a question of history. It's Dragonlance is a... Source book? A, yeah, but no, Dragonlance. I don't know what Dragonlance is. It's a campaign setting. Yes. The last D&D book of the uh, the 2022 cycle. I want to say first, I think we got a good amount of D&D uh, this year. I feel like we got a little more than usual, which was nice. Well, I mean, considering how popular it is, despite the fact that Hasbro owns it, yeah. I'm very happy with the amount of D&D we've gotten. Absolutely. Um, fun fact about this one, though. There are, beyond the fact that there is, as always... You know, special edition covers. This will be the first time where you are you are able to buy the physical media copy and the uh, digital D and D Beyond copy of the books. Now, wait, doesn't it come with the purchase? No, it does not. I thought okay. it was included in the price too. When we you can buy the book, just yeah. the hard copy, right? That'll run you stock standard fifty bucks, essentially forty nine yeah. ninety five. The bundle, which comes to physical and digital formats. Oh, here we go. Is $59.94. So you're paying 10 bucks for the 10 bucks for digital. I mean, at the end of the day. Oh, but you can only use it, by the way, kids. You can only use it on DD Beyond. Yes. Um and that is also a, that is a zoo, by the way, DD Beyond. That's one of those. I, I know we've talked about this in the past, but I'm going to reiterate it now because we brought it back up. Not that I want to get on a tangent or anything, but and D and D Beyond is a complete and utter screw job of 
of D&D fans. Like, for example, and this is what happened to me. So this is what my experience is. I wanted to play a drow. Drow is not included in the races that you are allowed to use without paying. So I literally had to pay. I don't even remember what it was. Maybe five bucks for the drow stats uh, for, for the drow to be unlocked so I could play a drow character and still sort of monitor it on uh, on D&D Beyond. DLC and microtransactions. That's where the money's at, baby. Yeah. That's, that's, where, that's where the robbery is at. Uh, I will say there is one more uh, version of all of these bundles. The Deluxe Edition bundle. Oh. Now, this comes with a lot of things. I'm going to run through it real quick. It gives you early access on D&D Beyond to the book. Starting even a week ago. So in theory, you would have access to this book as of a week ago if you did this pre-order. Right. Uh, A digital copy of the book, obviously. The Deluxe Edition. So you get the fancy sheet. You get the fancy special cover. Right. You would also get Warriors of Kryn or Kryn. I'm not sure how to exactly pronounce it. K-R-Y-N-N. Yes. Kryn. Kryn. A cooperative mass battle game pitting the heroes and their allies against the fearsome dragon army. So you get a board game. And a DM screen only found in this bundle. Now, wait. So you get the fancy cover, but not the regular? Not the regular. You just get the fancy and the DM screen and the board game. So you get the bundle and you get the regular book and you have everything. Yes. Yeah, if you want the if you want the Dragonlance DM screen, you gotta shield the 15498. There's $155. Wow. Basically, what you're doing is you're paying a hundred dollars for a board game. Fair. A digital copy, fair. Not fair. A hundred dollars for a DD board game? That's retarded. Well, I'm saying fair is in it's it's the board game, the DM screen, and the digital copy. Well, those are all different things. We know the digital copy is ten bucks. A ten bucks. Screen, a screen what's, is like what's a DM screen today? Like twenty, close to bucks? twenty. I mean, ten yeah. to twenty bucks somewhere in that range. So, okay, so like, so so the books the books fifty. The digital bundles ten. The DM screen is twenty. So that should be eighty bucks. That which then puts the game at another at seventy five bucks for the board game. That's about. That's actually closer. I was thinking more in the sixty. 60 65 maybe up to 70 range and for those of us living in hawaii free shipping oh really we get free shipping in hawaii you get free shipping to hawaii get out of here are you telling the truth you're just making a joke i'm free shipping to us including ak and hi that must be alaska and that must be hawaii well well thankfully i don't have to worry about shipping because those things are all handled uh for me by my staff well, so, I don't know. I'll I'll see if the staff have any. Also, this is limited stock. It's in big letters on the website. Limited stock on the deluxe edition. Well, I Fuck sure has for staff, loves limited stock. I sure hope my staff gets his ass over to retailer X's and make sure that I don't know if he'll have this. He'll have it. He'll have it. He'll have it. So, so again, what you're saying is that that board game and that DM screen will only exist 
in this bundle. Within this bundle. No, I imagine the board screen will get a release, but the 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 screen probably will only be included with the bundle. Yeah, this is a Hasbro fucking ploy, if ever I've heard one. Has and uh for those of you following stock stuff, um Hasbro stock is also fucking plummeted lately, I feel like. Yep. I actually was I meant to bring that up earlier and I wanted to actually share that with you, Sandwich, because they're blaming ready. Yep. Magic the Gathering. I know. I, I have a, sh- if we had time later, I have a short story that I would love to go over about something Uh-oh. that happened magically. No, I think you should oh. say that, you know, we know what would save Hasbro is if they could just sell some like thousand dollar Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah. I think that would, yeah. that would fix the whole company. If they would sell packs of four for a thousand dollars. What packs- is, yeah. But isn't that, that was, part, that was one of the things they cited as a, yes. not Hasbro, everyone else. One yes. of the things they cited as a as a cause was these special sets of like however many a handful of cards for some ungodly amount of money yeah and how it's so turning everybody you know the ones we've discussed that have no business like wasn't walking dead one of them yes yeah so these sets apparently that have nothing to do with magic the gathering but are just licensing basically licensing money grabs are turning people off to the game well, and then also what this was, what this $1,000 pack of four pack you get, you get four packs of cards for $1,000. There's cards they can't reprint because of complicated reasons. So what they did was, hey, we'll print you fake cards. We'll print you proxy cards in random packs of four for $1,000. And isn't Black Lotus one of those cards? Yes. One of your fake real cards could be Black Lotus. You could own a fake real Black Lotus. You could also so they're counterfeiting open... their own shit, is what you're saying. Yes, I can also go to a nice Etsy store and print the cards I want, the entire set, for like a hundred bucks, and go down to my local Staples. I'm saying a hundred bucks because I'm spending, mu- I'm balling out on some Etsy cards, or or I could spend a thousand dollars, get four randomized packs, and maybe get what I want, or get trash. And, you know, they people asked ha, the people who are doing it, you know, Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast people, like, who is this for? Like, what is this for? And it's like, well, if you don't like it, don't buy it. That's literally was almost a quote. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Yeah. And then so don't it released, it released for purchase, I think, two or three days ago. And it came down 30 minutes later. And they said the sale has concluded. Thank you for all who showed it up. Now, there has been a precedent where if something sells out, they will look us in the face and say, fuck you, that sold out. You're wrong. I'm right. They have done that before. They did it with Walking Dead because the Walking Dead stuff was the best selling whatever, whatever they had ever seen. So they said, fuck you, it sold. Get out of my face. For this one, all they said was the site, the the sale has concluded. Thank you for all who showed up. And from what I know, of people who went through the queue out of morbid curiosity, the website never crashed. They went through the whole thing up until the final are you sure button with not a single stutter, nothing lagged, whole thing went through. Up until that point where they're like, do you want to give us a thousand dollars? And people said no, because they're not fucking idiots. But I, I mean, the the amount of shit that they're trying to milk fans for 
It's yeah, disgusting. It's turning, it's turning off the game. And yeah. that's part of the reason that, well, I mean, that's across the board, Hasbro. Exactly. That's all of Hasbro. It's not even just on the Magic side. It's on, it's on it's all a, the sides. Yeah, it's all the sides. It's a Hasbro problem. It's how not many a, packs? How many cards in a pack? 15. 15. Scott, get ready for some math. Okay. 15 cards in a pack. What's 250 divided by 15? 16.66666667 cents. Six, so $67 per card. No, no. Which means whoever did buy those packs, were there land in those packs, Sandwich? Yeah, so you could get like dual lands. I don't think there were like land lands, but you could also open five cent cards. So there were no. There's there no guarantee no on anything. The, no, no land pack? Regular like, land. No land. No, no regular lands as far as I'm aware. So. The best you could do there would be like dual lands. But what you're saying is there are nickel cards in there. You have the full capacity to spend a thousand dollar on a, on this lottery ticket essentially and get twenty dollars. And it's basically sixty seven dollars a card. Yes. And once again, I think I said this. These are not legal cards anywhere in any tournament setting. These are literally fake cards. They made sure to point out these are not legal in any kind of tournament or legal prize-winning format. Wow. These are literally fake cards. They are literally printing fake cards and selling it to you with a straight face to celebrate 30 years of magic. This was to celebrate 30 years. And how they did it is they fucked you. Those game stores. You can't buy it at game stores. You had to buy it directly from Hasbro. So fuck the stores that built the game. 40 is four packs of 15 random cards. They did this 20 years ago and they gave you one of every card in the set for a hundred bucks and no one fucking blinked. It was great. This time you can get fucked. And they're like, this really means a lot to us. We're really celebrating our fans. You know, we want to show the people that we care. You don't fucking care. You're trying, you're, even the whales of magic. I know people who drop a thousand dollars a weekend on magic, like it's not even a fucking problem because they just like magic that much. Even they were like, What the fuck is the point of this? Who are you selling this product to? Who is it for? It is not, no, no one is whale enough or fucking stupid enough to want to waste a thousand dollars to maybe, maybe get a hundred to maybe open a black lotus. Cool. You know what else you could get? Fucking dick. It's disgusting, and it's not just magic. It's on the fucking action figures. We talk about it every week. The stupid shit they put out week after week after week, and they say, here, this is for our fans. No, the fuck it's not. What fucking fan wanted this? What fucking fan is excited? Not a single person was excited for this. Not a single person genuinely was interested in this product. They were interested in seeing it fail, and it has and we are excited for the failure of it. We are excited for continual failure failure to show that what you are doing does not fucking make us happy. And you need to fucking fix it. And after an amount of time where we're not spending money on them anymore, maybe they'll fucking figure it out. Because they've been trying to milk. That's the whole game plan for Hasbro the past two or three years. And it's just been, we will milk the fan for everything they have and triple our profit. And what's happened? Their fucking stock plummeted a week ago. Wow, Sandwich getting animated and angry at Magic. Who'd have thought we'd live to see the day? We, we better do the outro before he loses his uh, 
excitement. It's D&D. Warriors that terrify. It's D&D. It's nice to see Sandwich get excited about things, though. And now the rest of the D&D news. What? There's more D&D news? I already did the outro. We're all done. We can't possibly do any more D&D news. No, there isn't. There really isn't any. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, that's we, you know, we should go to break. We did, a, we, we did a lot in this first segment. Really? I went through all that now, and now you just want to go to break? That's what I told you. You know, like hit like two more news stories just so I, I don't feel like I disrupted the whole thing. <laughs> so you know, I can we justify. Can, we, can, <laughs> we can leave the live going and just roll into part two, but put in a okay. break. All right, fine. Whatever. Do it. So take us to break. With that, we will be right back. Episode 702, break stuff. <laughs> bye. Break stuff, TN, bye. We get, we get such a nice uh, animated sandwich, and then Kev's the opposite. Eh, yeah, we're you know, listening to geek stuff. Yeah, let's go to break. All right. Great, mm-hmm. now I want to change the video. <laughs> Do you want to go to... Casual, ca- casual Kev stuff. Casual Kev stuff. All right, then I'll stop, and then we can restart. You ready? You want to, hey, you want to go to break? I'm, uh, yeah, go to break. Go. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. 
What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hi, it's Rose McIver. You are listening to Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without parm crisp snack mix. Parm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like parm crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. 
net carbs kept. Does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of Parm Crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. Yeah, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this? 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention them at checkout and look like a weirdo. (laughs) Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. We need a Christmas version of the intro song. Okay, yeah, where's our holiday that. intro? Oh my god. Where's the where's the producer on this thing? Jeez. Producer's busy. I really I I'm gonna still be struggling to make the, the new intro for July for January first. Would you drop your jaw? <laughs> yeah, it was shock. <laughs> I'm going to drop you. I'll drop you like a bad habit, boy. I'll flip you like a cheese omelet. Let me tell you. I'm going to fold you like a cheap card table, buddy. Uh, We're making cheese omelets for breakfast lately. It's been delicious. Oh, isn't that nice? An omelet, a coffee. Coffee. Sandwich in his his kitchen. Is it the rest of the program or is is it just going to be? Are we going? Chit chat. Are we ready? You didn't say Geek go. Chit chat stuff. TNG. We can't tell when we're live because we can't see your beautiful face. Well, it's we can't tell when we're live because the producer of the program. I'm talking about the Insta him. I'm talking about the producer of the program. Has I'm talking about. <laughs> we, we be live. All right. Well, then here we go. All right, it's nice to get in the second segment. I always love hearing that live spot read by Sandwich. He's gotten so consistent yes. over the last. Yeah. You know, it's repe- it's repetition is what it comes down to, folks. You know, you see, you do something once a week, and you know, you should be able to say it in the exact same cadence every single time. You know, just like, it's just the way it is. You know, like the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. I'm glad my programming has worked. Uh, this week, you know, last week we had a, a little flip in the programming glitch in the matrix. The re- yeah, the reprogramming <laughs> isn't as fun as uh, <laughs> I had to be unplugged and plugged back in. Did you try turning sandwich off and back on it? 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, um, when is the Willow Disney Plus show coming out? Is it out? I keep seeing commercials, so I feel like that's in the soon that that thing comes out. Right? Isn't that like in a couple weeks? Yeah, I think. I mean, it should be. It should be out soon. I, is I, that pre, is that pre um pre twenty three? When the heck is that coming out? No. Uh. Uh. uh oh right. yeah, it's it should be this month tomorrow. Right? Okay. Oh, well, there you go. It's at the day of recording tomorrow. <laughs> make sure you uh, make sure that you tune in. And uh, well, you probably so two weeks probably, from now. I was gonna say you probably should go watch the first one. Yeah, I have not seen the first one, so that's. I feel like I need you to never? watch. No, I've never seen Willow. Wow, wow, I, I'm shocked. Have you seen it, Sandwich? I did a sandwich shop on it. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I'll have to go find that sandwich shop. I'll watch Willow, then I'll find the sandwich shop about Willow, and then I will comment on both, and then I will watch the series. Um, yeah, I feel like it would have been like up my alley and everything. I just don't know why I never never got around to seeing it's Willow. It's gonna be. I'm interested to see how everything, like what the premise is essentially and like how they handle things. Obviously the Val Kilmer stuff because spo- spoiler, he's in Willow. Um, although I don't know his role in the movie. And he, also wasn't oh, his first wife like yeah, he met? Was it- Joanne Wally Kilmer was yeah. her name when she made that movie. Yeah, they were married and they have at least one kid, I think two. Is Jack there's Jack's that one who narrated the the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, the the Val documentary that we talked about on this yeah. program uh, oh, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. long ago. So so here's what it says. Um ahead of the series premiere, Willow Showrunner teases Val Kilmer's Mad Mardigan uh return to the series. Oh, really? And it says Mad Mar- Mad Mardigan is still out there. I've had many conversations with everyone involved, and our feeling is that he is out there to be found should the day arrive. I think Warwick and I would both love to see him pick up that sword again. So basically, they're leaving it open for if if his health allows. You know, would Val do it? Well, come on, he did two minutes in that fucking awful what you call it movie. I mean, and wouldn't that? I mean, that would be enough, right? I mean, everybody that would want this Willow series would want to at least see him. Maybe he's happy and, you know, he's got his happy ending. You see him for just a moment and then you move on, right? That would be, that would be the fan service and and the closure that would make people happy. Don't you think? I think so. So, but yeah, so I'm interested. Are are you excited about this Kev or how do you feel about it? uh, No, not really. Um, I, I honestly, you know, I wasn't a big fan of Willow. I don't know a lot of people who are a big fan of Willow. I mean, I think there's a lot of service being done, if you will, for lack of a better expression, uh, because, you know, Warwick Davis has been such a loyal soldier in the Lucasfilm, you know, sphere of things. Crosses over to the Harry Potter, too. Yeah. But that's uh, Warner Brothers, but still. All right. Well, I mean that's that's starting this week. That'll be available at the time of, uh, of listening. Um, let's see. Hey, did you see that? Uh, well, you, you mentioned you mentioned uh, Top Gun, right? Tom Cruise is going to be doing that spacewalk. I mean, his stunts for Mission Impossible just have to keep getting like further and further over the top. His next one is going to be a spacewalk. Uh-huh. That's what they're saying. Yeah, he's going to jump from the moon. <laughs> I mean. 
I mean, he he's actually doing all of these things. Like in one of the Mission Impossible, he like broke his ankle and just kept on running. I mean, he's uh-huh. he's a machine. He's no. It's like wasn't he jumping like roof to roof when that happened or mm-hmm. some shit? And he finished the scene with a broken ankle. I mean, I will point out the man is currently sixty years old. There is a point where, <laughs> yeah, tell to Harrison Ford. He broke his arm. I will tell to Harrison Ford. Yeah, they closed the Millennium Falcon door on his leg, right? They they stopped filming because he kept getting because he got hurt and he was old. <laughs> and then Indiana Jones is coming out soon too. Yeah, so I, I wonder if that's if that's what Tom Cruise is trying to do. He's gonna do like three more uh, Mission Impossible movies and then just do the final uh the final one, a la Harrison Ford, a la break his arm doing something something small and then have to get just pause the filming. We got to wait for Cruise to get better and then we can keep finish up this fucking thing i honestly want to know like and this is me being completely honest i want to know uh why we have not yet gotten a trailer for that indiana jones movie uh they're editing out the cast that harrison ford was wearing probably (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know what they're editing but you know when is that supposed to come out next year so it should have at least a teaser. Maybe there. Maybe it should have had. It should have had a teaser already because it's been delayed. You know, yeah, by by quite a bit even. Maybe it's going to be in front of the Christmas movies. You know, when the Christmas movies come out, the Indiana Jones teaser will be there. Yeah, I don't know. I somehow think we would have heard about that already if that were the case. Yeah, I mean, it feels. I don't know. I'm maybe coming off a crystal skull. <laughs> you know, I'm just concerned. But I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what they try to do with this movie. If it's any kind of torch passing or just like a closing of the door, like it was a good run type scenario. Well, the, the problem is, or not the problem, but the, the fear, you know, honestly, the fear is not it, it, that it is a torch pass, but it's that it that she, that, the, that they're passing it to Phoebe Waller-Bridge, which... Ooh. I don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't even know who that is. That's right? Fleabag. Yeah, she was on a show called Fleabag, and she's brilliant, right? I mean, legit, she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But that said, you know, does she? Do we pass the torch of Indiana Jones to her? I, mean, I don't know about that. And apparently, you know, and of course, it's just Harrison Ford saying it, so who knows what the the truth of it is? But you know, there's also the the notion that uh you know that he's saying how wonderful she is in the flick you know which is i mean it's a bit suspect you know because he you know obviously he wants the movie to do well i mean he he's never done like he's done for this movie he's never done for any of his other films you know what i mean he's never gone out of the way to promote you know, like, I mean, and say just wonderful things about the film as though, like, well, you know, so do you it, th- kids. Is that, you know, because it's his, like, last thing or is because the I, movie's weak? And I he's mean, I got to think yes. To some extent. Then right? why wasn't he out there bolstering Crystal Skull, which was not good? He, he did not. No, I don't know. I don't recall him doing. That's what I'm saying is that was not good. He should have been out there promoting that one to, to bump it up. Well, maybe. Maybe that's true. I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, let's let's move on to the celebrity crime blotter. Ooh. Hey, it's a, a, an important segment here on uh, Geek Stuff TNG. Squid Game actor Oh Young Soo charged with sexual misconduct. Imagine that. That's like the old guy. Um, and then Squid Game. <laughs> There's 85 people in that movie. Tell me how we're supposed to distinguish which one he is. He's the old guy. I don't know. I didn't see Squid Game. The old 78 guy. 78-year-old actor accused of inappropriately touching a woman in 2017. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen Squid Game, so I can't tell you which one he was. Oh, like when the really good. old guy. The anciently old man who... Yeah, spoiler, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it who he is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't need to spoil it. It's already been spoiled. Uh, and then, let's see. Sticking on Squid Games, uh, Lee Jung-jae is going to star in the Star Wars series The Acolyte. Do we know what The Acolyte is about? Is that going to be a cartoon? Is it a cartoon? Animated? Uh, I don't think it's a cartoon. I haven't heard... I don't think I've heard that it's a cartoon. Is that what they're saying? No, I don't know. I don't know anything about Acolyte. I haven't really heard about it. Well, it's new. I mean, we don't... Nobody knows a lot about it. Yeah, well, I mean... A mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So it was the High, the High Republic, Republic so that's way in the past, right? That's like yeah. way before yeah. the Empire. Is is there other High Republic stuff going on with Star Wars that I am spacing on right now? Uh, so. Old Republic. Old Republic. Don't, don't confuse with Old Republic. Because there's a big swing right now for old Republic stuff. All right. I mean, again, you know, it, I think if they do stuff that just exists in the Star Wars universe, but it's good stories, I hope people will like it. But if, again, Andor is not like people are putting it on the back burner; they're not running out to see it. So, uh, what Andor? Andor. I, oh, people are people are definitely running out. To see it's Andor. not getting it's not getting the views that other Star Wars stuff had. That's what that's what all the articles are complaining about is how great Andor is, and yet the ratings don't seem to be there for it. And I know I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Sandwich hasn't seen it. So I mean, I, I think I still have three on the show. I'm not saying that it means Andor is bad. I think Andor is really good. I think that it's everybody's busy and they make time for the characters that they know, like Thor: Love and Thunder. And, Ew. you know, it, it, right, even though it wasn't great, it's established characters. Although Andor was in Rogue One, he's the only character from, well, I don't know. I don't know if there's other people from Rogue One that are, that are in Andor, honestly, because I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. I don't. I can't explain why people aren't knocking down Andor's door like they should be. That was a weird, that was a weird turn of phrase. That's, that's kind of the shame of it, really. It is. It is. Because if it is as good, and again, you notice that I'm saying if. If it is that good, because I haven't seen it either, then of course people are going to want more of it. You know, and if this is what people want, hopefully, God willing, hopefully they will listen. Yeah. Because, you know, their track record on listening is, well, not good. Right. Oh, and then let's see. Last Squid Game news: uh, Creator uh, Huang Dong Hyung, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, has no plans to cast Hollywood stars in the second season. So we're gonna get, uh, you know, hopefully that keeps the uh, what made Squid Game special. Hopefully he can recapture that in season two. You know, you know who should be in it? Wong. 
<laughs> that would Korean? be a great casting move if they did that. Is he even Korean though? I don't know. He's Asian. That's maybe he's I, vaguely racist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So what? It vaguely can only be Korean stuff. people. It's a Korean. It was a Korean show with all that Korean actors. They, that doesn't mean they can't expand it beyond Korean people, sir. Don't, don't, don't you try toying with me, mister. It's not toying. It's if it's a Korean you. property. So then... what if it's a Korean property? That that means that only Koreans can be in it? A little bit, yeah. No, not It was even filmed in Korea with Korean people and takes place in Korea. If you have a Chinese guy being a Korean dude. What if, what if the sequel doesn't take place in Korea? Why wouldn't it? Why would it? Why does it have to? Because it's a Korean property. But sir, just makes sense to be in Korea. You can listen. You can be vaguely racist. It's okay. You know, you're getting. I'm not there. racist. You're 27. It's all right. Oh, I'm not racist for God's sake. All I'm many people is, is that I'd like to see more of the guy that plays Wong. Then go, why go does he watch, have to be? In, why has he got to be in Squid Game? Go watch She Hulk. Go watch. Yeah, because, yes, because he's Asian. Very good sandwich. Wow. Because right. I think that. If it is an Asian-focused show, what if it takes place in a different Asian country and they want to do different Asian actors? I'm saying Wong is a different Asian actor that they could use. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get one more story, and then we'll start wrapping this up. But we'll move on to product at least. Um, It's official. Walking Dead. Ended after 12 years and 177 episodes. Kev, have you seen the season finale? No, and I'm I'm at least a season behind, so I'm not sweating seeing Walking Dead. And and, and quite frankly, the paywall uh, behind that show that you have to endure, in, you know, in order to see that show is not really you know inspiring it, me. What is it on? Eventually, it will be on HBO. Eventually, it'll be on HBO. Oh if yeah, your sure HBO is the one that has it. Oh, uh, I know it used to be on Netflix. I just don't know if it still is. I think uh, it may it may be on Netflix, but you know it's one of those things where it's like you know a month or, or a year after you get the whole you know you'll get like the whole season. Yeah, kind of thing. I yeah. think it's a bit kind of how like like uh, Rick and Morty is on HBO, right? Like you, a bit. Season yeah. five is out there, but none of the new season six stuff is. Uh, okay, so so no update on, but you're not that far ahead of me, and I thought that I gave up on Walking Dead a long ass time ago. So, and I thought you were a fan, but okay, I am a huge fan of Walking Dead. <laughs> just not in a hurry to see it. No, Scott I, gently I digging at Kev. I thought you were a fan. That's fine. Fake fan. You're a fake fan. Not a. You're fake. a phony. <laughs> a big fat phony. Uh, anybody caught up on Rick and Morty? The new uh, one was spectacular. I didn't see this Sunday's, but last Sunday, I think. Is, is last right? Sunday the Pissmaster, or is that this Sunday? Which which one? Uh, uh, I don't know what you just said. The one, last one I saw was, uh, what you call it? The, 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 the meta one. Yeah, the, uh, with, with Previous Leon. Yeah, Previous yeah. Leon. That was, good, that was a good episode. Previous Leon is a, is a really funny character name. I really liked that. Um, so yeah, that, I'm, so then, I'm like two seasons behind on Rick and Morty. Two seasons, and I'll be honest, real, you're not a real fan. I really kind of don't care anymore. Why? I, I find it less funny nowadays for some reason. It's I don't brilliant, know brilliant, dude. I'm not it's saying it's bad. Oh, I just don't enjoy I'm, it as much anymore. You know what? Let me tell you how disappointed I am right now. 
And the answer is very disappointed. I'll use the Rick and Morty skin tonight to show you I care. I'll use the Rick skin and do oh, the Rick thanks, dance. Thanks for that. So here's the good news, Sandwich. It is easy to catch up on because they're short episodes. You know, oh, yeah. You I know, know what I mean? Like, like that's the, also the difference between like an Andor, which is probably like a 55, 60 minute no commercials yeah. thing versus something that is actually made for regular TV, 22 minutes long, you know, with scheduled. No, yeah, I could easily kind of digest stuff. it. And I'm not saying it's it. bad. It's just it's one of those things that just in the shuffle of like everything I have to watch and I want to digest, it's gotten lost. And, you know, I'll catch clips. And they're funny. Yeah. You know, I saw a clip about that thing previously on. Previously um, on. Previous, previously on. Um, it was funny. It, it just wasn't like, oh, I should go walk watch Rick and Morty right now. It's like, that's oh, funny. You know? It just doesn't grab me like it used to. I I don't know Dude, why. I don't think it's ever been better. I honestly I don't think it's ever been better than it is right now. I mean, it's, I mean, that meta one was so good. Again, I mean, I'm not, it's not bad of acid good because that's still <laughs> the best one I think ever. Um, I really didn't like that one either. Yeah, I just, I don't know what happened to you. Is, is the vat of acid the one where Morty lives a whole bunch of lives? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just saw a clip from that one. So, yeah. All right. That one is the funniest. That is the funniest 22 minutes of animation that I have seen in quite some time. Yeah. Couldn't get behind it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I enjoyed I it. I thought it, I feel like it's it's solid. It's still solid. I don't know what happened to you, sandwich. Mm. I don't know what happened when we used to watch Rick and Morty, and and it was like the funniest thing in the world. It's only gotten funnier, and you're just like, I I, I just don't watch. I just don't, I don't know what happened to you. Back when we were kids, and I don't Rick and Morty. What is it because you got like an adult job? It's like what happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened to you? I don't get it. You've changed. <laughs> you have changed. All right. I think we got to wrap up this episode. Let's uh, let's uh, let's do the. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold let's on. Let's meet up again next week. <laughs> dropping dropping this week from our friends over at Fresh Monkey Fiction in conjunction with Big Bad Toy Works, I think is the branch of the company that's doing this is uh, Operation Monster Force. Now, we've been talking a lot about Fresh Monkey Fiction, but this is different. This is six-inch, highly articulated, loaded to the gills with accessories, including hands and weapons and all sorts of stuff. And they are gorgeous. They're getting really, really heavy buzz. They look really, really good. And it's it's the com- it's Fresh Monkey Fiction's second foray into six inch. The first of which would be the Santas uh, that are due out uh, uh, soon, um, uh, and that 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 was their first foray. But the 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 new stuff is is uh, it's basically Dracula and some other kind of uh, you know bad guy. I, it has a story, but it's not you know like you you can do the story. That's fine. You can use them as part of the story. But these are the kind of figures again that you can kind of put anywhere. You can put them in your dioramas. You can put them in your collection just as a cool, you know, and there's one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. I think there's five figures in the first series. I don't know if one of you is on 
BBTS. Just look that up. Uh, I think it's five figures in series one, one, two, at least three of which are army builders, different heads, different weapons, different hands, different, this, different, that. I mean, what I love about what, what fresh monkey fiction does. And in this case, in association with big bad toy works, I think is the fact that they make it so, um, they make it so easy for you to army build these guys i mean if you picked one of the army builders you literally with the multitude of heads that you have you could build out like squads of them and have them fight in this guy or that guy in a diorama or maybe they just look good standing together in in it i mean the possibilities are endless and this is just another really buzzworthy and and it is uh independent six inch line that's hitting the you know hitting the scene and this is definitely going to take some some business away from i think particularly probably gi joe classified which by the way is hasbro's best toy line right now but i think the more that people release this independent stuff like that's one valiverse which i think we've talked about um they're doing some really nice figures as well um and those guys are definitely targeting the G.I. Joe crowd, you know. And so, you know, there's a variety of, of, of people that are going at Hasbro. You know, we talked earlier in the show about McFarlane, you know, and how McFarlane is just, I mean, the announcements are not, they seem like they happen every day or every other day, you know, and pre-orders and this and that and the other and another and another. And it's, it's, everybody going after hasbro and they should because hasbro is just failing just failing but i want to make sure that uh, everyone goes and checks out operation monster force you can check it out at big bad toy store because it's exclusive to big bad toy store because obviously big bad toy works i think is the name of the uh the dba in this case um, or the, the 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 division of Big Bad Toy Store that works on creating toys. Um, check them out over there. Uh, I can't remember. I feel like they're priced about 30 odd, 37, maybe something like that. But with the amount of accessories that you get at a fully realized six inch, fully articulated, uh, articulated uh, figure, it's well worth it because, you know, you're paying, you know, nearly 30 now for G.I. Joe Classified and you don't get anything in there. And this is like build me city here. Uh, so that take uh, take a look over there at Big Bad Toy Store uh, for our friends at Fresh Monkey Fiction. I think by the time people hear this too, that Eagle Force Wave 7, I think it actually ends tomorrow. Um, but if you didn't get in on that, now these are the four inch uh, uh, figures, uh, the, the three and three quarter figures, four inch figures from uh, the classic property eagle force which you may remember if you were a kid or your toy collector they're about two three inches they had gold uniforms there was a whole universe about them and and fresh monkey fiction has just run the gamut with those guys i think they're awesome you know and i i have several so i'm really happy to be a supporter of that so in any event go check those out over at big bad toy store and now we can end the show all right, yeah, I mean, again, I, I've said as we've been promoting it all along that that is some really fantastic stuff over there from uh, Fresh Monkey Friction, so definitely check them out. 
Uh, and then you can check me out on the Instagrams and the Twitters. I am at PyDayScott and PyDayScott1, I think. As long as those uh, social medias exist. Uh, Sandwich, what about you? You can find me on Fortnite and Instagram. Ten minutes. Uh, <coughs> no, it's do a whole second show. No, we're oh, not going to oh, be able to do that. We're not going to be able to do that. So, so you guys can oh, play Fortnite. Are you out of time? Yeah, Damn I'm it. out of time. Damn. We gave we I'm gave a lot on this episode. Set. This is a good episode. So. All right. Uh, Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. And you can find me on xbox at big kev gs also on Fortnite in 10 minutes and uh everywhere else is bk geek stuff i think yeah big kev gs on game bk geek stuff everywhere else pretty sure that's right for as long as they exist did we title this episode yes we titled it episode 702 the road uh, to 800 no, we're definitely not. We're saving that. Uh, no, it's seven hundred. It's seven hundred two. What do we talk? What was like the first? What do we open with? Uh, Black Panther Christmas special. Meh. <laughs> Meh. What else did we talk about? Um, I want to. I want to make it about magic and and Hasbro. Like, you know, thousand dollars magic. Tap magic to destroy Hasbro. <laughs> magic destroys Hasbro. Tap magic to destroy Hasbro. Okay. Uh, so and with that, and with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode seven hundred and two, the one we titled "Tap Magic to Destroy Hasbro," to a close. The way we end some shows by saying. Good night, Irene Cara. Wherever you are. Irene Cara was a reoccurring character on ER. There you go. And on that note, we cue the music.
All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.